letters get it simple man that can only mean one thing that's all things bill o'reilly at billoreilly.com bill claims he's a simple man he's not a simple man he's one of the more complicated people i've ever met and i don't say that in an in a way that's meant to not be flattering um but anyway mr o'reilly sir i watched and i see on the no spin zone news on billoreilly.com Bill O'Reilly saying, by the way, not talking points saying, talking point says, talking point says this, talk, when it's really Bill O'Reilly doing the talking points, but it says, Bill O'Reilly on Biden's presidency, we made a terrible mistake. I couldn't agree more. That's one way to look at it. It's too easy, Hannity. <laughs> it's too how, easy. By the way, how are you? I'm all right. I was watching your show last night on TV. I look good, right? No. Uh, you need to have five more makeup people come in. I don't have any. By the way, I don't have a makeup person. Yeah. I do it myself. It takes about 30 seconds. And it's apparent. Um, anyway. It definitely just, is. I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> it's just too easy. However, uh, on the uh, Fox News website, um, and I check periodically throughout the day, my staff or myself checks pretty much all the political websites in the country just to see. There was just a post by a uh, guy who worked for Biden uh, in his campaign said this was a triumph. The whole press conference was a triumph. It just reminded me of Baghdad Bob. Remember Baghdad Bob? You and I were mocking him at the same time mm -hmm. during uh, the Iraq war. Yeah, oh, we're winning. We're winning. You know, <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, whoa, wait a minute. What? That's an American tank that just whizzed by. By the way, here's the Baghdad Bob moment of all. I saw it on, on social media. Sweet Baby James gave it to me. And it was Rachel Maddow saying, he went for two hours to show Putin that he has stamina. I said, oh, man, yeah. you can't believe that. You don't even believe your own crap. Well, uh, I appreciate you mentioning BillOReilly.com. That's where we live. And I do have a, a clip of my analysis last night posted so anybody can, you don't have to be a premium member watch, you can see it. Um, and, and basically, my tact is this. There isn't any fair-minded person in America at this juncture that thinks Joe Biden is a good president. That's where you have to start there. And yesterday, he reinforced that. So just a couple of highlights. The worst thing going on right now in this country is inflation because it hurts the working class and the poor. Well, what's his solution to it? Build back better. Apparently, he doesn't know that that has been crushed. Apparently, he hasn't figured that out. He goes, ah, to build back better, that's going to stop inflation. You look at him and he goes, oh, no, 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 no. And then the second worst thing is COVID. And no, to be fair, no president on ever existed could stop COVID. It, it's a disease that is just rampant. It has to play itself out. It is playing itself out. And I think we're in the last days of it. Um, but, you know, he quote, I'm, we're doing remarkably well with COVID. Well, how? How? <laughs> there are 750,000 cases a day. All right. This time last year. Um, when Donald Trump walked out and Joe Biden walked into the White House, it was it was 70 percent less. So how are you doing remarkably well? Well, we're going to send everybody a mask and, you know, uh, and, and I'm just looking at him. And the final thing, and this is important, this uh, um, election ruse thing. This is designed to terrorize minority groups, particularly African-Americans, by saying, you know, they're keeping you from voting. 
Well, then how come more Americans voted in the last presidential election than at any other time in history? I put out Hannity, and you'll appreciate this. I offered a free autographed copy of Killing the Mob to anyone who has been suppressed in voting. Just contact me, and I'll give you a free signed book. I just want one person. Oh, only Bill O'Reilly can come up with a scheme like that to plug a book. I, I've got to give you an A-plus for creativity. No, let me let me address a couple of things, though. The, the only it. other thing, yeah. well, it could be a minor incursion into Ukraine. I mean, he basically yeah, gave. Yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, see, I, I mean, that was a disaster. I'm not even on him for that. Well, you need to be. What he was saying, and I figured, and that was the strongest part of his whole press conference. He basically said what I've been saying for years to Putin. If you do this, we're going to cut off bank access to Russia. And that'll crush your economy, and you'll be done. And Putin knows that. All right, your analysis is dead on. Inflation bill is so bad that Penn Wharton estimates that it's costing the average American household five thousand extra dollars a year. It's a tax. Mm-hmm. Um, what he didn't mention, and, and the real way I would argue, minor disagreement. It's not a big disagreement. Is if if Putin does in fact show territorial ambitions and goes into Ukraine, there is one way to bankrupt Putin. And it's all 49 percent of their economy is based on energy. And and Joe Biden stupidly has cut back our production by 40 percent. We we went from being energy independent, a net exporter of energy. And now he's begging OPEC and even Vladimir Putin to produce more oil on covid. You're right. No president caused it. But that doesn't excuse you know, oh, we didn't see Omicron coming. He actually said that. That doesn't excuse the lack of testing. Nobody could get tested when we needed the tests over Christmas. They never anticipated Hanukkah, Christmas, New Year's, and the predictable increase, uptick in cases. He failed dramatically on that front by not being prepared. You made a great point about the election. I have no disagreement at all. Um, he's bragging about how accessible voting was in 2020, and then he's yelling about, you know, uh, election laws being racist and people trying to suppress the vote. Uh, meanwhile, his state of Delaware has the most restrictive laws in the country. Listen, um, he's not able to ascertain the future. He doesn't think ahead. He lives in the moment. Joe Biden is the power, just like Nancy Reagan. It's a different thing. But I made the uh, comparison because I, I wrote Killing Reagan that after President Reagan was shot and almost killed, Nancy Reagan took it all over as far as who saw him and who didn't. Nancy Reagan didn't do policy. I don't know if Joe Biden's doing policy or not, but she's taken it over. But Biden's incapable of thinking out, well, you know, COVID might rise again, so we got to stockpile tests and we got to stockpile uh, medicines. He's incapable. He can't do it. Can't do it. He, he's not a problem solver. But let's turn our attention to something that was truly scandalous last night, and that's the White House press corps. No questions about crime. No questions about the border. The simplest question that I would last a- ask Joe Biden is, why do you oppose voter ID? Why? I don't know if you're aware of the Scott Rasmussen poll taken last uh, October, where 78% of African-Americans support showing an identification before voting. That's correct. 78%. So why are you opposed to that, Joe Biden? 
These are the kinds of very simple questions that can put people on the shelf. The White House press corps spent 17 minutes on Russia and didn't even mention Taiwan, which is a bigger threat, because I think Putin knows he's, he's in the danger zone if he goes into Ukraine. I think he knows it. And so, therefore, Putin is all about Putin. And I, he, Biden said he thinks he's going to. I don't think he is. I could be wrong, obviously. Well, then why would he be amassing so many people on the border? Because he wants to show the Russian people what a tough macho man he is. That's okay, why. but if he doesn't follow through. Uh, listen, I have a lot of other questions I would have asked about inflation. I would have asked why he he's not recognizing the 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 burden he's putting especially on the poor and the middle class in this country well how do you deny that the, the gas prices are up about on average a dollar fifty a gallon and everything COVID. we buy in every store costs more because it costs more to get it there covid covid did it three look if you if you analyze and we have a transcript of everything he said an hour and 47 minutes your, your head blows off in that okay um if you analyze his administration's been perfect They've done nothing wrong. That's what he every, said. Every problem is COVID, Trump, or the Republican Party in general. That, How about this question? Why are you not securing problem. the border? Why are you offering preferential treatment to illegal immigrants that don't get COVID tested or vaccine mandated? Why are you, why are you transporting illegal immigrants around the country? But why did you use the phrase Jim Crow 2.0? He's going to say, oh, no, that's not happening. Oh, no. You don't you like know, my questions. I like my questions. The only It's not a matter that the questions are bad. You have to anticipate the answers. So when you get a guy like Biden who's going to wander and he's going to go off on a tangent, you know that. You ask him the simplest questions, and you've come to the right place because I'm a simple man, as you said. Oh, my gosh. Here we Why go again. Why are you opposed to voter ID? Why? A great question. Why isn't it in the bill? The it's not because bill. why isn't it in there? OK, he, well, and, I, I and would ask it even has a hard time wandering, Hannity. He can't really wander. Is he going to blame covid? I have another question related. Yeah. Why in the five hundred and eighty seven thousand years that you represented Delaware as a senator and eight years as vice president, did you at no time ever make voting more accessible in your state of Delaware? Uh, because in Delaware, look, they don't have 17 days in-person voting like they do in Georgia. They don't have drop boxes like they do in Georgia That's in every precinct. about Delaware. It really yeah. is. And not only that, but Delaware is the, is the king of all states innovating taxes. Which is That's why correct. corporations register in Delaware. So you can nail them on Delaware all day long. And that, but this White House press corps, I think they need daycare government <laughs> you know did you see some of those people? that's that's the best line of the day yeah, Go. they were 12 they look like they were on american but, but to be honest they actually did better than i thought oh no they did no 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 because no. uh, my expectations of them are so low you know that there were a couple of questions in there you know um yeah, i talked to people in the african-american community and they think you suck and you're failing uh how do you answer them joe right right and and Ducey was good Listen, why are you running so far to the left? Well, I'm not. You see, that's always yeah, no. no, I'm not. I'm not. Even though I want the government to control the economy, I want no protections for the unborn at all. 
I want an enormous tax rise for all the accomplishers in America. You have to pay us more so we can waste more money. All right, quick break. We'll come back more with Mr. Simple Man Bill O'Reilly. All things O'Reilly, BillOReilly.com. And as we continue with Bill O'Reilly, all things O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. Here's a question. What did you think of James Rosen's questions about his mental uh, cognitive decline? You know, Rosen's a smart guy. You'd agree, right? Very much so. Okay. He asked it the wrong way. And Tell me why. He was a little groveling about, I mean, all due respect to you and your accomplishments. The way you ask that question is to cite the poll first. So it's not you asking the question, it's the poll asking the question. That's where Rosen made his mistake. Now, you saw what Biden did to Rosen, he just blew him off. Well, the people can decide. Well, the people already decided, here's the poll. That's If you're going to ask a personal that question... That would have been a better way to ask it. I, do, I, I, I will concede the point, Mr. O'Reilly. You know how you're good, good at what you do. I am. You saw me do those Super Bowl interviews with Bush the Younger, Obama, and Trump. How long do you think Joe Biden would last with me? How long? I don't think he can last long with anybody, Bill. No, no, I mean, no, no, to, be, me. to be honest, you, you, it's, it's like a, a, a fighter, and you're, you're fighting a guy with two arms tied behind his back. He, he, I mean, it's not a fair fight. How long do we have? A minute. Okay. So I'm at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, which, to your credit, you never went to. Correct. You know, I, I would say to Hannity, and we're both at Fox, I'd say, hey, why don't you come down here? We're going to make fun of everybody, which is what I did. So we go to the White House Correspondents' Dinner, and, and Biden is there. All right? So Biden comes over to me, because we're in the first table. And uh, and it was very close to Obama and Biden and all those people. And he goes, hey, Riley, you got the job. You know, the usual Joe, slap you on the back, Joe. And I said, hey, Mr. Vice President, you know, your boss has interviewed with me three times and you never come on. Why? Because because I'm not crazy. He admitted it. <laughs> he admitted it. You know, I, there's a part of me that's laughing and enjoying this. and I'm glad you put me in a better mood than I've been in. But I really feel I, w I felt embarrassed last night, Bill. It was yeah, humiliating. Everybody knows, Hannity. Everybody it's sad. Knows. So now we'll see what they do in the uh, midterms. I'm Everyone embarrassed for my knows. country, and I'm worried for the world. Not just us. I'm worried mostly for us. I'm an America first guy. Yeah. But I got to tell you, this is not good for the world. They're watching a guy that they know they can roll day in and day out all day long. Uh, it's no contest. All right, all things O'Reilly. Simple man. Yeah, I don't buy it. But anyway, at BillOReilly.com. Sir, thank you for being with us. Always fun. Thanks for having me. We'll hit the phones next, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. More analysis later, top of the next hour. Jim Jordan, Congressman James Comer, and lots of your calls and reaction to the presser yesterday as we continue on this Thursday edition.
Maryland's favorite radio talk show host is on the air right now. Right, Mr. Baldwin? Here's Sean Hannity. I-25 now until the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. All right, let's go back to James Rosen's questions about Joe's cognitive decline. And uh, then we'll kind of make a case that maybe the American people are pretty right on this. I'd like to um, I'd like to raise a delicate subject, uh, but with utmost respect for your life accomplishments and the high office you hold. A poll released this morning by Politico Morning Consult found 49 percent of registered voters disagreeing with the statement Joe Biden is mentally fit. Not even a majority of Democrats who responded uh, strongly affirmed that statement. Well, I'll let you all make the judgment whether they're correct. Well, Thank so you. the question I have for you, sir, if you'd let me finish, is why do you suppose such large segments of the American electorate have come to harbor such profound concerns about your cognitive fitness? Thank you. I have no idea. Let me help Joe out. Ah, here's just a small version. Look, I'll do what he's unable to do. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure, isolate, and punish China. I got in trouble when we were running against the senator who was a Mormon, the governor, okay? We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. You agree with me. Go to Joe 30330. We choose truth over facts. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. Make sure the children hear words. Do do your children hear words, Linda? (laughs) I'm looking at Once I get to one, two, three, it depends. Liam, hear words? Does he turn on the. The record player and I... I think, listen, I'm thrilled my son thinks that President Trump is president, so I'm excited. I never told him that Biden was a president. Yeah, by the well. way, that's probably better off for his mental health. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the poor kid wouldn't have to be living through the hell the rest of us are living through. It's those, the truth. It's the you know, truth. Sometimes being... Look, Joe's out of it, so I guess for him... I, that, Ignorance that might is end up bliss. A, what's that? Ignorance is bliss. Oh my gosh, really? It's so it's bad. It's a good thing, man. But yeah, no, I I really struggled with the I, I struggled with the press conference. It was I really I think I should get get some sort of you know extra pay just for having to listen to that. Ethan and I were just oh my gosh, we couldn't we just kept yelling back and forth to each other through the whole thing. It was just absolutely insane. I want to apologize to the audience as well. It's just painful. Painful. Uh, it, by the way, did we get complaints for running it yesterday? I was thinking about that as we were doing it. Now a lot of a lot of people were very cool about it they were like we know you have to do this but we wish you didn't it's so bad but it's the problem is i think people needed to hear it i really do i i people we have been making the case but to hear it yourself is is critical and and we did it at a financial cost obviously i mean we ran it commercial free i was you know the two full hours of the show yesterday and which annoyed the hell out of me because i wanted time to obviously analyze this couldn't wait to get on tv tonight last night and and on radio today so uh it's all frustrating uh all right let's get to our phones here let's say hi to brian is in new york new york say hi to linda talk radio coffee 
What's going on? Hey, you're a great American. Thank you for your show. I appreciate Thank it every you. day in the ride home. Um, I tell you, yesterday was embarrassing, frustrating. I was infuriated. I can't believe that this guy is is just bringing our country to its knees little by little. Um, I can envision him standing there with a bozo mask on because that's what it sounds like. He has no no idea what the heck is going on. You know, it's funny. Um, when, when we were voting, uh, when we went to vote for Trump, it was a rainy, cold day. And we were standing outside online going in. I said to my wife, I says, you know what? I says, this is what it's going to be like if Joe Biden wins when we're standing on bread lines. And you know what? It, it almost sounds like at this point it's coming to a reality because he's just bringing it down so so bad. And I wish I had a dollar for every time this guy said, oh, I could probably pay off my mortgage. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> he's just a, a total loss for words. He always goes around questions. He never answers anything because he doesn't have any answers because he doesn't know what he's doing. It's, it's, it's just a debauchery. It's unbelievable. You know, what's sad to me is this is really hurting our standing as a country. And it's hurting the American people. And, and you know, some people say, well, Hannity, what do you, you don't have to worry about paying more for whatever you're buying in whatever store. And, and at this point in my life, the answer is that is a true statement. But I, yeah. I for a long time, a long time in my adult life, that was not the case in my life. And I remember struggling to pay my rent. I remember not having money to go out to a restaurant. I could barely go, afford to go to McDonald's even. And I always had to work. I never worked one job. I always worked multiple jobs. I usually work seven days a week. And I had to survive. And the people now that are disproportionately impacted by his horrific economic policies and his horrific energy policies um, are the American people, poor and middle class in particular, that are being disproportionately impacted. And yet he makes these claims about how great things are. And I'm like, what world are you living in? Because that's not the truth. Now, either they're yeah, not telling him the truth. About his accomplishments. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's he, agreed, thinks he's the greatest president in the modern era. Uh, I mean, the he's, only accomplishment he's, he's done in his 47 years is bring this country to its knees at this point. That's the only thing he's done. Yeah. Anyway, I appreciate you uh, calling. Thanks for checking in with us. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Barbara is in Atlanta. News Talk 750 WSB. What's going on? Hey, good afternoon, Mr. Hannity. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, you know, one of the things that caught my attention yesterday was not hearing about you know, many of the federal employees, many of the employees that have been career civil servants. And, Sean, I'm talking about career civil servants that swore an oath to the Constitution and the mission, not to the current president. And to watch all of these employees be forced out and to retire because of the mandate to be um, not only that, but see our, our friends and our family in the medical community be forced to retire and not have a job because of the mandate. I think one of the things that the president said yesterday that really, really struck a nerve in me as a career servant of the American people was that he indicated he was going out to inform. He is getting out in the world to inform the American people. And he was very clear that he wasn't going to educate them. He wants to inform. Well, that is what we're dealing with, with the rhetoric on COVID and, and even a lot of things as far as the voting rights. 
we're being informed and we're not being asked to educate our, our, our folks and to get the facts and data. And, and I think that's a struggle that we are all dealing with is why can't we get the facts and why is the data being withheld? So it's something that I, I, I really think that I would ask you, Mr. Hannity, focus on that. Why can't we get educated and why are we being told but, but what let to me, think? Look, you can and there are some of us. Um, and I, I, the list is short, but it's there's a number of us that I view my mission every day. And a big part of my job, being a member of the press and being a talk show host, as to giving you news and information that I that you're not going to get elsewhere. And I we pride ourselves in working hard to get that information out and get it right. Um, you know, the world saw a, a, a president that was weak, frail, and in a steep cognitive decline yesterday. Um, I've been telling people that since before the election, uh, Barbara, and and I didn't get a lot of criticism for it because every time I did get criticized for it, I came out with, um, well, you decide. Does this sound like somebody that's sharp and with it and aware and articulate and and up to speed and has the energy and the stamina and the strength to do this job? Because it doesn't sound like that to me. And but we're oh, going to continue know, yeah, to do our job. What's that? Oh, I agree with you. And I think we all agree. People are looking for a true leader. I mean, let's talk about back to that informed. We were informed on what happened with the election. We weren't given the data. And that's a back to that same piece or any other narrative. We're informed that the voting rights are at issue. We know that's not true if you look at the data. And I do appreciate you. That's one of the reasons why I picked up the phone. I said, whew, let's put um, this out there and, and maybe Hannity will get on this because this informing people rather than giving them the facts and helping them educate themselves is creating the problems. And, and, and it hasn't stopped here lately, has it? It hasn't stopped and it's getting worse. And this election is critical for this country. It's 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 an inflection point to quote Joe from last night or, or yesterday afternoon. Of course, he can't stay up late at night. He gets too tired. Um, <laughs> and I right look, <laughs> all I can say is <laughs> the word is getting out. Take heart in the polls that we see. Look, look at, the, for example, the generic ballot poll. Gallup. Um, last year, Democrats had a nine point advantage. They now have a five point deficit. Look at Joe's approval rating. It's 33 percent. Nobody can articulate and name a single thing in spite of him trying um, that he has done that is a, that he has accomplished that has improved the lives of the American people. Just the opposite. Him blaming the supply chain crisis for a 40 year high in inflation is just wrong. And the good news is, is this is all fixable, but we've got to elect the right people. And I hope people have the same sense of urgency that you and I, that you have and I have and that every American needs to have, because if we don't get it right now. I don't know. It, I don't know if we cross this invisible line of irreparable harm that we can never come back from. And I think we're probably closer than I would even care to want to consciously acknowledge. I think you're right. And I think that is um, from my age group, which I'm a little bit older than you. And um, a lot of us to see 
um, the decline, and, and even in the suburbs. And I know that it's an emotional issue, but we have just people randomly popping up on the corners that are begging for food. We have things that have never occurred in, in the suburbs or things around our cities, and, and we don't know where they come from. I mean, recently in a parking lot, there was a little baby that just runs out in the street, and the parents were not even English-speaking people, and they didn't even know she was running around, and she could have gotten hit by a car. This is occurring all throughout our country, and it's, it's distressing, but it's also frightening because our elected officials are not listening to us. Yeah, well, they're not, but they're going to have to. You know why? Because we're going to speak out loudly in November. That's right. We the people. <laughs> you know what? We, we the people, Sean. We, we, we the people, we have the power to change this. There's enough of us to do so. That's why I kept saying election integrity reform. It's got to happen. Are we looking for an advantage? No, we're looking for integrity so we can have confidence in the results of elections. Anyway, Barbara, thank you. God bless you. Appreciate the call. All right, as we get back to our busy phones, uh, Eric is in Florida. Eric, you're next on the Sean Hannity Show. Glad you called, sir. Mr. Hannity, you are a great American. So are Um, you, my friend. You're smart. You're in Florida. I'm stupid in New York, but go ahead. You got to do the Rush Limbaugh move and get down here. Um, By the way, I can do my uh, Rush. By the way, we miss him so much. Sean yeah. Hannity said on his show last night. <laughs> I miss him, right? I, I miss actually, him a lot. I really when do. I heard, when I heard his wife come on, I actually pulled over and cried. I know. So I, I can't even think. I don't even. I'm, I don't deal with this well, so I don't want to talk about it. Oh well, uh, I for one am glad that you played yesterday. I listened to the whole. It was painful, but you have to listen to your enemy. And I had two huge takeaways from that. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to hear your intake on it. Um, Sorry, I'm so nervous talking to you. You're one of the great ones. Oh, no, no. Um, don't, you, don't, you you talk, you're talking to friends. Let not your heart be troubled. Okay, okay that calms me down. Um, he said, for the first time in a long time, Americans got a raise. Well, my son just bought a house with the lowest interest rate and lowest pricing ever. He bought a brand new home, four bedroom. Joe Biden's idea of a raise, he's trying to figure out how to confiscate that raise from us. We're going to pay a dollar a mile for every mile we drive. And the other takeaway was uh, he said that Trump signed an agreement to be out of Afghanistan on on such and such a date, which isn't true. But he threw away every other agreement Trump made. Why couldn't he just throw that one away? You know, you you ought to be a a a good talk show host yourself. Um, I'm a Rush student and a Hannity student and a Levin student. Mark, thank me. I'll say it. Nobody else is going to say it. There, I said it. You do um, better than he does. <laughs> he goes, Mark will say to me all the time, it's easy to do me. It's so easy. And it's like, no, it's not. And I said, it takes a little bit of talent. I'm not much. Um, well, listen, I um, your observations, we, we've got, I, I want to just pivot to where I was. And that's everybody all hands on deck. This is our moment. We've got to get it right. We have time. It's November. That's that's the goal. We do that. We stop it all. And then we prepare for 2024. And that'll be the biggest presidential election in our lifetime. We'll continue.